What's going on, you bikes? Welcome back to Rogue Opinions. It is Christmas time. I, some of you, some of you little rascals, might have been listening to this after Christmas. So I hope you enjoyed yourselves. Ho, ho, uh, Boxing ho, Day. <sighs> That's the ghost of Christmas present since you decided to butt in Jimmy Baxter. Hey, Jimmy. Oh, ho, ho, Nathan. <laughs> and the ghost of Christmas, not very good at predictions. It's Scott McLeod. Hey, Scott. Oh, they're lovely. I mean, all I got for Christmas this year was a lump. Big pile of shit in my stocking, otherwise known as Heroes of Wrestling. <laughs> is it a is it a big is it a big old lump of big dog shit? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a lump of shit that keeps talking about twenty one and twenty two and that keeps asking me for more alcohol when it's clearly fucked. <laughs> oh, is it like the drunk uncle at Christmas that is um, wondering if you're old enough to drink yet? <laughs> Well, I don't want to get into your personal issues, Nathan, but, you know, <laughs> that's maybe for another podcast. Uncle Jeff or always third, walked uh, up to me and would say, hey, uh, you 18 yet? No? All right. Talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice little family guy joke for everyone. Yes. Yeah. He was nice. He was a <laughs> giggity. Uh, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy, me and Scott are holding back our excitement for a story that you want to tell us that has been in popular culture but we have successfully avoided um please please tell me about this okay so yes this has been this has been banded about in the uh the news as of late the news broke uh i guess by the time this comes out a couple of weeks ago that uh johnny depp uh is moving from the world of (laughs) Making making music uh, like music and movies and movies about theme park rides over to the lovely lovely world of Broadway musicals. Um, the name I'm just the 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 idea behind this is that it's going to be a sort of biopic uh, biopic uh, Broadway musical about the life of Michael Jackson, and not only about Michael Jackson but his glove. It is called For the Love of a Glove. <laughs> and <laughs> I read to you for, uh, from the Hollywood Reporter verbatim, the L.A. production of For the Love of a Glove is a part puppet show in which the, <laughs> the late... <laughs> it's a part puppet show in which the late singer's alleged history of child sex abuse is blamed on a glove-shaped alien forcing Jackson to feed on little boys' souls. Michael Jackson. No. Yes. You're making this up. You're making this up. I'm Googling it. I swear to God. I swear to God. Michael Jackson, of all people, seems to be making a comeback. The late and controversial pop star is about to get his own Broadway show. MJ, the musical, is set to open July 6th with Ephraim Sykes as the lead role, as well as a biopic. And now Johnny Depp is making his company... Nihil as a producing LA stage play about the king of pop, or at least his famous glove. Uh, written by L- LA playwright, filmmaker Julian Nitzberg, For the Love of a Glove tells a story of what happens after a group of aliens shaped like bedazzled gloves crash land in Jackson's hometown of Gary, Indiana. I quote, it turns out the glove can give people magical musical talent if it drinks their blood and has part of their uh, body inside of it. Nitzberg, 54, tells Rambling Reporter. But but oh, it can only geez. feed on virgin boy blood. 
Naturally, one alien glove attaches itself to a young Michael Jackson who eventually learns that he can't feed all five alien gloves himself, so he starts bringing boys home. Oh, that's the weirdest sense I've ever heard. Yeah, this is a real thing, people. This is a fucking real thing. I've just seen a picture of a puppet uh, here. What, I think it's maybe Michael Jackson. And good lord, oh, that's the most terrifying oh, thing I've ever seen. This is scarier than the Fiend's spell. Yeah. <laughs> the puppet little boy Michael Jackson with the glove is unfucking believable. Oh my god! Why are these? There's there's a picture here of uh, Jerry Milner, Julian Nitzberg, and Eric B. Anthony. Why are they looking proud of themselves? They look happy. This is this is it's, what. <laughs> I knew the opioid crisis was bad over there, but Jesus, fuck. <laughs> I'm curious, who's going to play the main alien that be, plays Michael Jackson's glove? Is it going to be the hand, same hand that Mae Young gave birth to? Oh, that might oh, be, be, that might be exactly yeah, it, yeah. This is, this is, um, this is crazy. Oh this my God. I like it. Actor and comedian Jerry Minor from Saturday Night Live, Mr. Show, Community, takes on the title role of Thrill Aha, aka The Glove, with Eric D. Anthony starring as Jackson. Additional characters in the show will include members of the Jackson 5, Osmond and Emmanuel Lewis, star of TV's Webster, Corey Feldman, and Bubbles the Chimp. So don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, Bubbles the Chimp is going to be in this as well. Yes. I don't like this. Nitzberg explains the seed of the project was planned 17 years ago when he approached, uh, he was approached by a TV network he declines to name, obviously, to make a Jackson biopic. Uh, even then, I, I don't know, man. It might have been. Even, or VH1 or something. Even then, he refused to do a sanitized version that he that didn't address the child abuse allegations, so a deal was never made. So instead, he hatched the plan for a fictionalized take involving rogue gloves. This is like if gremlins were <laughs> pedophiles. <laughs> It was I mean, like, did you see straight wet after midnight? I don't like this, and I don't want it to be real. Oh, it's real, ladies and gentlemen, and it's coming January twenty fifth, twenty twenty, into a theater in uh, L.A. I mean, if you'd given me fifteen guesses about what you were going to explain <laughs> before this podcast, I still would not have got. I I was expecting it when you said it was crazy. I thought it was going to be like, oh, they're going to make the, the thriller music video into like a stage show or something about zombies. No, because that would be, you know, fucking like, OK to do. Well, what was that video game? Moonwalker. Oh, that game is awesome. That game is so yeah. good. Nitzberg says that the time to process Jackson's story rather than cancel his legacy, quote, we should be in process culture uh, where we process how fucked up people are and understand what made them that way, he explains. I think there is a collective trauma of everyone who grew up as a Jackson 5 fan and a Michael fan. This is a way to process This is a way to process that in a fun way while helping people understand all of the really fucked up stuff that affected Michael's life. I think, I think they might have processed it when the guy was found innocent. <laughs> in a court of law <laughs> we don't need your fucked up alien fucking glove like I mean, everyone was kind of done with it 
Oh my God! We, I don't even care. Find this on the Hollywood Reporter. I don't even care about the what we're here to talk about. I want to do a whole pod on fucking this because I didn't think <laughs> yeah, anything we, would be weirder uh, than Moonwalker. Yeah, I think we were um, we were going to make some really stupid stuff, but we've been trumped by fucking reality. <laughs> like, I know. What's wrong with Johnny Depp? Is he just fucking bored or something? I don't. I mean, who's Johnny Depp? Gonna, is he going to be in this film? Because for a minute, I thought you were going to say, is he going to be Michael after? He changed skin color. <laughs> imagine, could you fucking imagine, like, late later on in life, Michael Jackson, played by Johnny Depp, fucking diddling kids with the fucking, with the fucking glove on his hand? I mean, he was basically doing a Michael Jackson impression when he played Willy Wonka. Oh, God. He's been in preparation for over 10 years. <laughs> and then I guess after Amber Heard kicked his ass for so many years in their marriage, I guess, like, he must have just broken a little bit. How do you read this? How do you read the stage play, the screenplay for this, and go, yeah, I'm going to put some fucking money into this. This this is a story that needs to get told. This is, a, um, this is an idea that only stems from you bought your drugs from the wrong guy. Right. <laughs> Somebody put he the bath salts in with the cocaine he's been fucking eating. No, someone cut cocaine with meth and just put <laughs> it all together and for some reason delivered it inside of a glove. That's the only explanation. He took a bump off a key, looked at the glove and went, I've got a fucking brilliant idea. It and like, unfortunately, he's got the money to make it happen. <laughs> it sounds like an idea we would pitch in one of these podcasts, not something that's actually happening. Oh, it's happening. Yeah, Rahul is, is going to be gutted that someone beat him to this. <laughs> we're going to have to check. We're going to do a uh, we're going to do a mental health check on Rahul after we're done uh, recording this because we're going to send this to the group and re- Rahul might not be okay after this. <laughs> hey, he's he's going to be at the first show, front row. He's going to get a fucking first class plane ticket. Show up dressed <laughs> as Indian Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, they've oh I hadn't noticed they've put glo- they've put eyes on the glove. Yeah, he, it looks like the oh fucking hamburger helper god. Oh my god, it does. What is the hamburger? This is what the happens is a hamburger helper glove still on TV? I mean, yeah, I'm I'm assuming I don't really watch too much TV. I just you know, take the hand the hamburger helper gloves like fucked up cousin. The uh the cheeseburger helper one from Family Guy. We're just like, just, just yeah. let him have this, man. We'll be the same. Wow. Jimmy, this is better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I don't really I don't really have a segue of it. Well, I kind of do. Uh, speaking of fucked up mascots. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's Christmas, guys. This is our Christmas special. Yeah, this is the wrong potential pedophile's glove in a musical. <laughs> the greatest gift Very we could all be given. Guys. Yeah, we are the Lynx Africa set of podcasts. <laughs> but we're going to do one of our creators uh, this week for Christmas time, and we're going to create Christmas mascots. Christmas has a lot of mascots Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer, Santa, others, Elf on a Shelf. <laughs> I, I still can't get over how happy these fucking people look in this picture. Yeah, they look so fucking proud of themselves. And we'll I'm have to post gutted. it when this episode com- comes out, but, like, why are they this happy? How do you have this idea and go, yeah, yeah. This is like leaving the house in just, like, a torn pair of boxers 
and like a wife beater. And you're just sort of looking in the mirror and going, yeah, this is it. This is yeah, the look. It is, it is exactly like that. But it, it's like putting that look on after you actually beat your wife. <laughs> so like the blood is all over the wife beater and you're like, yeah, yeah people are already going to know. I made the right decision. Balls dangling out of the ripped fucking boxers at the bottom. I think the the reason they look so happy is whatever drugs they took to help come up with this idea, they they haven't worn off yet. That's why they look so happy. Guys, I need to to show you guys something. And because I just want you guys to look at the advert that the Hollywood Reporter has put round my window for this musical. So I've just sent it to the chat because it is... I think Hollywood Reporter is trolling me with this. Oh, my God. <laughs> Inspire oh, their imagination. <laughs> Lego Duplo, a.k.a. Lego for little kids. There's a little kid. Uh, just a little kid. <laughs> Dude, Chrome is just taking the piss now. Yeah, Chrome is just... Google's, Google's drunk. Google went Michael Jackson. Seems perfect. Here's some Lego Duplo. Google went on Christmas holiday a little early, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, wow. Yeah, Google's had a bit too much Baileys. The, and the algorithm just... the algorithm has betrayed us. <laughs> the algorithm is fucked. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, we're going we're gonna to bring some... Unfortunately, we are actually going to bring some sanity back to this with what we're about to do. Oh, we're no, going to create some Christmas masking. <laughs> I don't know how you're not going to be saying. So as usual with our creators, we have a series of questions to build them. We're just going to go round circle and see what, what we've what we've made for Christmas. So Jimmy, I'm going to start with you. Oh, okay. Uh, we're just going to give us a name, a name and brief description of your Christmas mascot. The uh, the name of my mascot is Randy the Retarded Reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh God! <laughs> as you can imagine, uh, on top of being um, also not not <laughs> mentally all put together, uh, physically he's also kind of a little wobbly. Let's say one of the legs is a little shorter. Um, the antlers are a little fucked up, um, and his nose is not red because it's not there. <laughs> So that is Randy the Retarded Reindeer. <laughs> oh, God. Scott. Uh, content, guys. <laughs> Scott, what have you got for us? Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. My fiance is next to me shaking her fucking head. At the name Randy the Retarded Reindeer. Oh my god. I love it. Oh, oh yeah, we <laughs> forgot to say that Jimmy's decided to record this next to his sleeping fiance. Oh no, she's awake now drinking coffee and just <laughs> like going like you're putting this on the internet? Yeah. Yeah. If they're gonna put that music on fucking stage, we're gonna put this on the internet. But uh Scott, bring bring us bring us back to a to a safer level, please. I I doubt we will because mine's <laughs> the name of my mascot has a summer rhyming name. My my name of my mascot. My, I can't even speak now. 
My mascot's name is Larry the Retail Worker. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He, he looks... He looks like Larry uh, the Cable Guy. No. <laughs> like, he looks exactly how you think would. Like, think any shop you went into or Christmas, like, black trousers, white white button-up shirt, red vest, depending on which store you're buying him in. He can be altered depending on which country he's available in or he's being put in. But... Also, he has these bags under the eyes and the tired look of a man on, his, on an eight-hour shift over Christmas and who's had to hear that fucking Mariah Carey song for the thousandth time. And you just made Jimmy. <laughs> I was actually worried Jimmy would make a similar mascot, to be honest with you. <laughs> no, see, I went against the grain, Scott. <laughs> I just went right towards him. Yeah, you just... You, you steered right into the skid <laughs> on the icy highway. <laughs> So I've made um, Terence Hector Clement, uh, otherwise known as THC, and he's a duck with tinsel around his neck and a joint in his beak. <laughs> I love him. I love him already. <laughs> Weirdly, the most normal Christmas mascot out of the three. And that's so that's up. THC the duck. Uh, oh, he also has a little Santa hat on, but the red on the Santa hat is kind of faded because of the smoke. So, Jimmy, I'm kind of scared to ask this one, but who created them, when and why? Uh, well, in uh, 2015, a boy named Little Kobe, Colby from Davenport, Iowa, was very sick. And while he sat around and, you know, doodled and colored, and he created Randy the Retarded Reindeer for four sick children by sick children. And it started to gain steam because he was a very sick boy. And, you know, and it quickly moved on to the world of animated movies and made for TV specials. And we'll get to all that in a moment. I'm so happy that you made this. (laughs) uh, Scott, (laughs) go on, explain yourself. Well, I think the main is pretty self-explanatory. Larry, the retail worker, was made by... You guessed it, a man who works in retail over Christmas and who's kind of got a bit curmudgeon towards the Christmas season through working in retail and the commercialization of of Christmas and constantly seeing the same products smeared with Santa or something vaguely Christmassy on it. So he decided to make something not for the consumer but for the retail workers themselves and basically he came up with this character because so, everybody who works in retail over Christmas can relate to someone like Larry. And he can be altered, his attire can be altered depending on which country in the world or what store he's been put up in. And basically, it was a way to boost morale amongst people in the retail sector over Christmas. They can put a product with someone like Randy and think, like, yeah, I feel the exact same. Or they can get on with their shift before some arsehole comes up to them asking for a product that you've told them before you don't have. I'm, um, I'm really worried about where yours is going to end up. <laughs> you, you should I, be. I, I have massive concerns. <laughs> Larry. I don't trust you, Scott. <laughs> and your your mistrust is, is warranted. <laughs> so uh, Terence Hector Clement was made by the weed company Hi To You uh, in, 19, <laughs> in 1999. And it was to capitalise on those family members that everyone has who, go, who eats their Christmas dinner and then goes, oh, I'm just going to go outside for a quick walk. We all know what they're really doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
every, everyone has those family members. So uh, that's why some THC us, the Duck was made. Some of us, some are, of us those are those family members. <laughs> <laughs> So with every successful Christmas mascot, they obviously end up in Hollywood. Uh, so in the animated movie, Jimmy, who voiced your guy or your retarded reindeer? Yeah. Uh, John C. Riley, the <laughs> of Randy the Retarded Reindeer in the animated That's movie, so um, is voice voice of Wreck It Ralph and face of many. Man of many faces, uh, John C. Riley. <laughs> That's really good. Scott, what about you? Uh, Alan Rickman voices Larry because oh, no. we needed somebody who sounded like they were constantly bored with what they were doing, just Larry being just bored with Christmas. And the thing is, this Larry was created after Alan died. They just found a database with all. We just had a bunch of Alan Rickman's like voice recorded on it, and they just used it post his death without permission. They just took him. <laughs> so they just cut him saying certain words. So it yeah. was like the whole time it was like, "Hello, I am Larry." <laughs> like, because it's cut from Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, okay, occasionally, something will go wrong. Like a rant, you'll randomly call people Potter for no reason because the audio is a bit. <laughs> Buggered. They couldn't. They didn't have good editors. No, they didn't have good editors. They had the same editors as Batman v Superman Suicide Squad. Oh god! So it just had like um, splashes of explain <laughs> characters by splashing their credentials on the screen at the start of the movie instead of explaining them. Yes. <laughs> oh god, that was the worst. Uh, THC the Duck was obviously voiced by James Franco. Uh, now he only yeah. did Scooby Doo crossovers because, like, by the time this goes out, the the episode of the Naked Men podcast will be out where we explain our theory on Scooby Doo and that they will just off their tits the whole time and that Scooby isn't actually real. Um, so I think THC the Duck fits right in for the entire time. They did three movies; they're all straight to DVD. Oh, just straight to DVD? No, no theatrical releases for THC the Duck. No, no, because um, you can't smoke in cinemas these days. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, that's a shame. I mean, and, at least uh, you get to enjoy it from the comfort of your say, home. I say these days. I don't know if you ever could. <laughs> I'm presuming you probably could at one point. But, Jimmy, with all good Christmas mascots, there are going to be protests against them. I can't name any protests against Christmas mascots, so don't ask me to. I'm just <laughs> presuming. So why was I, I, I always don't feel like I need to ask you this question, Jimmy? <laughs> but why was the retarded reindeer <laughs> protested against? Uh, Randy, the retarded reindeer, uh, was protested against uh, after Little Colby's death in 2017. Um, groups started to form uh, to have Randy removed from the uh, Christmas cast of beloved characters due to his, due to the nature of his name and portrayal of people with mental disabilities. Uh, the group uh, called People Against the Misuse and Misrepresentation of Mental Disabilities succeeded in getting the character banned from public appearances in 13 states, including Little Colby's home state of Iowa, which is super sad. It's super sad that Randy the Retarded Reindeer couldn't dance 
pleasantly across the fields of Iowa where he was born. Um, but the people <laughs> against the... Uh, well, I mean, he walks kind of crooked. Most people tend to believe that it's just his, like, Christmas joy and cheer. But he, he just, he's just not built right, you know? Like, he's just not... He's just not... <laughs> We'd like to point out that Jimmy's opinions on mental health don't reflect us here at Rogue Opinions. The second I saw in the list of questions <laughs> why he, like, why was your mascot protested against, that sealed it for me, that I would be doing... This expose on Randy the Retarded Randier. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Scott, why, why on earth would people protest against Larry? I can't wait for this. I want to know. So good. There were, there were two uh, major protests around Larry. One of them I can't mention until the next question. But the first one I will mention was a pretty standard protest for nowadays where a group of individuals who I can best describe as internet versions protested against the release of a female version of Larry called Laura, the retail worker, <laughs> who, who was mainly a market employee because Larry was a few years into being out there. So they thought, we need to freshen it up for this Christmas. They decided to bring out a female version of... Um, <clears throat> I had to clear my throat there. They decided to bring out a female version of him called Laura, the retail worker, because they thought, well, it can't be our thing of a better name. We just Larry begins with L. There are women names that begin with L. Laura, the retail worker, break for lunch, cocaine. But then they, and the same guys who protest the likes of the female Ghostbusters went online and protested the release of Laura, the retail worker. Fucking joke sniper, dude. He just left that at, He just left that on the trail as he was walking by. <laughs> Um, so you'd think that <laughs> THC's biggest issue would be the weed, but it was actually THC's um, curvy figure that really got people a bit riled up. They didn't like the sexualization of ducks in any sort of way. There was a lot of fan art online that really upset some people because the, uh, the stoner community really saw THC as some kind of icon for the progression. And they didn't like, uh, like some people drew THC as like a kind of a mixture between a duck and an anime girl. So <laughs> you can imagine how big those duck breasts were. And those really, those really upset the stoner community. So there was a lot of, I call them protests. It was more just like sitting down and kind of getting a bit too, getting a bit too baked in the sun. Hey not man, really, let the yeah, duck be the duck, man. Yeah, it's just a duck, man. Why? Why is it got to have such a nice ass? There was a lot of that argument <laughs> going around, and um, so that really upset some. That really upset some people. And can't we have a regular weed smoking duck without having it to be sexual? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, well, we'll get we'll we'll get there. But um, Jimmy, what what caused your mascot to be banned in thirteen states? Um, that's uh, actually what I went into. Uh, with the last question is that the people against the misuse and misrepresentation of mental disabilities uh, succeeded uh, in getting it uh, banned in 13 uh, states just from public appearances because um, despite the backlash, Netflix was like, we fucking want this. So, like, you can get Netflix anywhere um, uh, unless you're China, I guess, or something. And uh, due to the nature 
of his name and the portrayal of people with mental disabilities. Uh, no public appearances were welcome in 13 states, including Iowa, where he was created. Um, plus, it's also super hard to get that costume on for people. Um, <laughs> it's like it's like those big horse costumes where two people have to get in it, but like sometimes you have to get a third, and it's usually a like a little person because like one of the legs is so little and it has to sort of move on its own and whatnot. That's uh, that's kind of why it was banned in 13 states. <laughs> how many how many people how many people does it take to wear a Randy costume? It depends on like which one of his many many Netflix originals uh, that you go through. Uh, in the original film, uh, if you were just to make a costume of Randy from the original film, it would just be two. Uh, but upwards of four people need to be in the costume at once. If depending on how large the costume is, like for parades and whatnot. He was actually, the first thing he was banned from was the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade uh, in 2018 when um, people just thought they forgot to finish inflating the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, but instead, it was a fully... <laughs> it was a fully inflated Randy the Retarded Reindeer uh, balloon floating down the streets of New York, and that really woke people up to the problem that was created by little Colby from Davenport, Iowa. I'm going to say that again, just in case anyone hasn't gotten this, this like really deep joke yet. <laughs> Colby from Davenport, Iowa. Oh, good God. I just like that one of his legs isn't blown up and some little kids like, Oh, they didn't blow the reindeer up. The dad's like, no, he's just different. <laughs> Oh no, son! I'm gonna that we're gonna give you one of your Christmas gifts early. We're gonna go home and watch the DVD of Randy the Retarded Reindeer. <laughs> Good God, <laughs> Scott! What, what, what caused um, Larry to do the thing? Well, and lead up to the release of Randy's uh, third movie, obviously, you'll get to any movie with a marketable mascot. You need new merch to come out. And uproar was caused amongst retail stores of a new plushie and new t-shirt that came out both, which depicted Randy sneaking a shotgun into work. With this, and the t-shirt especially had a speech bubble with Randy saying, I am the angel of death, time of purification. Do you mean Larry? Hand. Yeah. <laughs> He's just Randy. editing Jimmy. <laughs> you said Randy. Did I say Randy? Yeah, like twice. Well, I may say Larry, sorry, man. But Larry, there's a t-shirt of Larry sneaking a shotgun to work, claiming he is the angel of death and the time of purification is at hand. Oh, I really fuck. hope people get that reference. Oh, oh fuck. Jesus Christ. But, and so outrage, of course, amongst parents, of course, and they protested against the depiction of this character, especially because kids will see anything on a shirt and that and will try and buy it. So... Basically, all retail stores amongst these 13 states had to have anything with Randy's likeness, sorry, Larry's likeness removed. These are two similar Sunday names removed. <laughs> he's, he's, he's an important character. He gets stuck in your subconscious, you know? Like. I, know. I feel Basically. like Randy, Randy's one of those characters where there's a real message behind him, but <laughs> you've totally missed what could have been a really positive outcome. Well, yeah, because uh, the the depiction of the voice, which I swore to myself I wasn't going to do, um, but it's it's yeah, hard to understand. Do the voice. <laughs> it is just hard to understand him. 
Like, he's missing a nose, so it's just sort of very, like, breathy. Anyway, oh, go on, Scott. Go on, Scott. <laughs> yeah, so any retail store amongst these 13 states had all likenesses of this character removed from stores because they want kids being exposed to the idea of this guy carrying a gun and potentially harming himself or his colleagues. Oh, oh, however, some more gun-friendly states did and protest kept kept, kept Larry in their stores as almost a counter-protest. So. Looking at you, Texas. Well, again, anyway, especially, but yes, you. <laughs> yes, Texas and Alabama, big fans. A spokesperson from yeah. Alabama said, like, if you'd lived in our state for more than a few days, you'd learn why some people need their guns in stores. <laughs> I don't believe you. Those words were too long. <laughs> you got me. There's good people on both <laughs> sides, guys. Just remember that. There's good people on both sides. <laughs> oh, oh we're going to get so God. much shit for this. Oh, yeah, this, like, this, this yeah. is also our Christmas special and the last ever episode of Rope Opinions. <laughs> yeah, like, you guys were just making such great things. I was about to talk about people trying to fuck ducks, and I feel like I'm not being weird enough. <laughs> but, You're weird um, in your own way. The curvaceous quacks, as I'm going to call them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that really caused the people to actually start trying to have sexual relations with a lot of ducks in, uh, to be honest, across states and multiple countries, but only 13 states banned it. Uh Basically, people became very aroused by pond life in general because because of these because of these wonderful anime ducks, and that that's really what happened. 13, 13 states banned banned THC the ducks, and to be honest, ducks in total. So, which was really good actually for the classic game Duck Hunter because that really made a big comeback, and we finally got a HD release of that. So the, the idea of people trying go to ponds to try and fuck ducks, like I'm just imagining the duck's reaction. Like sees the guy pull his pants down, like, oh no, there's no bread today. Oh, a baguette. <laughs> it's just like yeah, you know the old you know the old people who sit on like the park bench and they feed the ducks, but like with like the breadcrumbs and stuff. But instead, there's like breadcrumbs, but intermixed with like Xanax and stuff to like knock the ducks out and really yeah. just have their way with them. Instead of old people going to throw bread at ducks, it's young people going to wank over ducks. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> it was a real, it was a real, it was a real cultural shift as to what happened. But Christmas is obviously very famous for its commercials. Over here in the UK, the John Lewis commercial is always a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about America. I'm going to presume. I don't know. JC Penny probably did something. And oh yeah, yeah. Are they still in business? JC Penny is still in business. Yep, barely, ah, but they're still in business. They're still going. Uh, so, what is the best and worst commercial that your mascot was used in? I am again scared of these answers. <laughs> <laughs> um, the best commercial for uh, the first special that aired only on ABC. Uh, here in America, uh, for Randy the Retarded Reindeer, was the original promo uh, for the first Christmas special in which Randy stru- uh, struggles with understanding Christmas. So he moves to the large to a large city to see how people outside of the North Pole celebrate Christmas in the modern time. 
And what those protesters didn't understand, it was it was a very, you know, it was a very positive message. He was out there clip clopping around on his hooves and trying to understand Christmas outside of the North Pole. And, uh, you know, people grew to accept him in the large city, which is where he remains for the Netflix original series, the Netflix original movies that came to follow after the protest started. Um, yeah, it was, it was it's a, the best commercial is just a good one. Uh, what was the worst commercial? Oh, yeah. And the worst commercial is the commercial using uh, just like a like a still like one shot of Randy trying to get people to support keeping the special on and trying to pre- prevent the ban from the states that were actually considering it. But again, it is very difficult to understand Randy, <laughs> as we have mentioned before. Oh, he has no nose and <laughs> he, he has to breathe while he talks. And I swore to myself I'm not going to do the voice, so I'm not going to do the voice. Um, but you can imagine what this must have sounded like, um, where <laughs> Randy was trying to tell people, please, I still want to be on TV. I still want to be in your homes. Don't let them forget about me. Don't, don't, don't you. Don't, don't. I was about to ask you to <laughs> just break into song. Uh, Scott, what was the best and then the worst commercial involving Larry? Well, the best commercial was didn't have any fancy music or anything like that. It was just an extended and uncomfortably long conversation between Larry and a customer in some retail store, constantly arguing back and forth about a product which Larry keeps saying we're sold out of, there's nothing we can do, and she keeps arguing with him all the while Larry's just staring off in the distance, waiting for his shift to end and possibly for death. And then just at the end, just comes to like, Christmas, am I right? As the slogan for the advert. <laughs> and and uh, the worst commercial nobody really knows about because it never made air because it ties into the whole controversy around Larry with the gun. It just sees Larry getting up and going into his locker before cutting away and saying, start your Christmas with a bang. And is it like jingle bells, but like instead of like the jingle bells, it's like guns shooting like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's just a firing squad executing someone. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm going to use it as an example because my brother works in retail. He told me this uh, story the other day for this commercial. Like, but think of this as an example of the kind of conversation. Like, cause he talked about a woman coming in the other day saying, have you got any advent calendars? No. Why not? Because it's the 3rd of December. <laughs> <laughs> people tend to buy their having calories before the 3rd of December uh, <laughs> yeah that the advent calendar is something you have set up and already in use by the time the 3rd of December rolls around yeah no like it's like he's, he's told me before but people come in Halloween complain about the lack of Halloween stuff like that's because people usually buy their Halloween stuff in preparation for Halloween oh <laughs> uh, but so over THC the Duck, the best commercial was uh, it was live action, and it was just a family at Christmas time, and then that fa- one of those two family members that would get that would have done the wink and the nod across the table towards the end of the dinner would have been like, oh uh, yeah, we're just gonna go for a walk and walk that food off, and then they go outside, they um, get their joints out, they light them up, and that's where THC the Duck appears animated, 
just on their shoulder and this gives a really nice slogan to the camera and it's just like hi to you and that's the weed company's name uh the worst commercial <laughs> was actually just uh it was quite it was it was very controversial because it portrayed for a really uncomfortable long time uh, a family <laughs> watching their uh, their child die of cancer and then oh, yeah. thc the duck would appear hand the kid a joint the kid would have some of it and then would magically get better and that was obviously wrong for multiple reasons mostly all of it <laughs> and so then that was the worst commercial the thc the duck well, weirdly, people still fantasized over ducks after that. So, swings and roundabouts, as they say. Oh, man. Oh, these are, th- this has been a wonderful podcast. <laughs> it really this has. Been... Like, I can't say I feel Christmassy after it, but I would like to go to the Macy's Thanksgiving parade and see a badly inflated reindeer. <laughs> oh no, he's fully inflated. He's just poorly constructed, as we've discussed. <laughs> it's a really also, dark undertone. Also, <laughs> also, uh, I want to add to the worst commercial because we thought of "Don't You Forget About Me." The it ends with him trying to throw one of his hooves up into the air, uh, <laughs> but because it's the short one, he overextends himself and crash lands hard onto the ground and just sort of cries for a few seconds as it fades to black and it just says Merry Christmas on the bottom of the screen. Can you see um like Santa walk up to the reindeer holding a shotgun after it's crying? It fades to black and then you just hear a single gunshot as the logo appears on screen. Well, uh as we discussed before, uh when Randy uh goes to the big city in the first movie and just sort of stays there. Um, but that's because um, Santa did try taking him out back like old Yeller and putting him and putting one in his skull because like Santa had no use for him because he can't fly. He can hardly walk. Uh, but when he gets to the city, people are like, oh, my God, he's so joyful. Look at him dance. And it's just like, no, the, the, the sun is just going down and this just sort of happens um, if he hasn't had his meds. <laughs> usually we go around the table and we're like oh who's everyone's favorite i don't think anyone has a favorite <laughs> we've created three well i've just created a stone duck to be fair so I mean, everyone's favorite is thc the duck uh, i mean i, I, I would the, say I mean, larry i would say mine was randy the retired reindeer to be fair because i want to see I'm trying to picture what he looks like. He's got no nose. <laughs> I don't know. It's just such a He's got the snout. A, um... He's got the snout, but uh, it's that little like black part where like the front of the nose is. It's not there, and it's just sort of like folded in a little. Sort of looks like um. Well, I guess like I guess like the best slash worst way to describe it is just sort of like a, like he has a butthole at the end of the snout. And it's a non-functioning nose. I think here's a like Voldemort. If Voldemort was a reindeer. No, because Voldemort just had like those two little slits uh, in his face. Like this is actually just sort of like pushed in. And it's just sort of like, it almost looks like it like hadn't popped yet. Like it hadn't popped out. Um, it's still sort of in there, but it's not. It's it's not in there. There's nothing there. 
never was. It's weird when you've got um, a reindeer in your ensemble of reindeers that whose nose glows, and it's the least weird reindeer you own. Ah. <laughs> uh. I don't know what's going on up there at the North Pole, but some of them have glowing red noses and they fly. So, and apparently one of them is physically I'm gonna and say, mentally I'm retarded. Gonna... A lot of inbreeding. Yeah, I mean, they got it. I mean, there's only a finite number of reindeer up there, right? It's got to be, yeah. You really got to think about that. Like, yeah, there's a lot of inbreeding. It's like herding sheep. They're all just, they're all just at each other. Merry Christmas, everyone. And yeah, well, wait, wait. Speaking of herding, of, of, of herding sheep, Scott, you're from Scotland. You can tell us about that, right? Oh, that's way what you're talking God about. God damn Americans with their wrong stereotypes. Oh, well, they I mean, fucking talk. Yeah, we hadn't done one yet, so I was assuming that we might as well just throw one in here. Oh, is, that, is that the rule now? We need one pair of podcasts. Is that it? At least one. And we're shooting for four or five, but we got to get at least one in. <laughs> I don't know oh. personally about interfering with sheep, but you know, my uncle used to own sheep, and I haven't spoken to him in about five years, and my mom won't tell me why. Is that thing? Is that that thing that uh, Drew McIntyre said on on Raw a couple months ago about the sheep shaggers? Is that like a thing? <laughs> Allegedly, in some places, but I've I don't know anything about it. Merry Christmas, everyone! <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas, guys. Think of this like the um, the present that you found the next day under the tree. Uh, so, well, and if you could, whilst all your family are around, actually, and people aren't really paying attention, uh, just grab like your family members' phones and just all subscribe to our podcast on their phone. It'll be a nice, nice surprise for everyone. <laughs> oh yeah, this this will be a surprise for sure. This one, oh, yeah, definitely. I would actively encourage my family members not to listen to this podcast, but you guys please yourself. No, all the McLeods listen to this podcast, every single one of you, and listen to what your son did. <laughs> to be fair, most of them do, I think, work in retail, so I think they'll back me up. <laughs> no, I definitely relate. Will. I definitely relate to Larry, the retail worker, pretty, pretty hard. Yeah. I thought when you started that you were just making Jimmy into a Christmas mascot because he works in retail. <laughs> I mean, I did. I'm honoured, Scott. I'm honoured. I was basically going to go more fully into that. I was going to just basically start describing Larry's appearance and basically just describe Jimmy, but I thought, no, that's going a bit too far. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, to, to bring back some Christmas cheer before we go, uh, Jimmy, what what is your what's your favourite thing about Christmas? Randy, the retarded reindeer. <laughs> awesome. Scott, what's your favorite thing about Christmas? Uh, hearing that some people in my family may or may not be sheep shaggers. <laughs> 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 uh, no, if I could be serious my, my, for a moment. If I could be serious for a moment, the, my favorite thing about Christmas is, and it's not just because she's, she's sitting right here, but uh, uh, she does have her headphones in, so I'm not sure if she can even hear me. But she, uh, my, my God, fiance, we we, no, loves we to make food, joy. and she God, makes the most delicious God. food for the holidays, and uh, being able to sit around with her is always great. So Merry Christmas, everybody. Love and peace and hugs. 
Oh, well, my favorite thing are those five star reviews that everyone listening is going to give us on iTunes. Uh, and if you could also <laughs> this comment one? in. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is this is my new thing that I now do at the end of these. And um, if you could um, give us a review as well. And if that review can be how offended you were by Scott and Jimmy, uh, <laughs> if you could put that into words, that would be great. So but only five if you can give us highest. five stars. Yeah, five, five stars. Five is also the lowest. So if you're not going to give us five stars, don't do it. I don't care. And um, that's just how the Apple algorithm works. So, but otherwise, guys, this Merry Christmas. Find us as always <laughs> at Rogue underscore Opinions. Uh, you can find me at Nathan Greenway. Scott, where can people find you and what other plugs have you got? Uh, you can find me at Scott McLeod 1986. Uh, do remember. If you are terribly offended by anything I said, it is at Ross McLeod 93 for all those complaints. <laughs> so, so he'll, he'll handle all your complaints. Uh, but you can find my other podcast, who came out on the losing side of our predictions at Survivor Series at SP Rambling. I don't know when this is going up. Hopefully, by the time this goes up, we may or may not have released our Heroes of Wrestling review. And an absolute shambles. I'm not just talking. I'm not talking about this show. I'm talking about our review of it as well. <laughs> and uh, Jimmy, where can people find you, and what else have you got going on? Uh, I will be appearing in the uh, Greater Superior Court of uh, New Jersey to defend myself against allegations of making fun of retarded people and people with other disabilities, uh, <laughs> starting in January of 2020. Uh, no. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Mr. Riot. That's M-R-R-I-0-T. Um, uh, and you can also go on the Pro Wrestling Magic Facebook and YouTube pages to see me uh, as one of the great hosts of the great YouTube series, Monday Morning Magic, every Monday morning, uh, American time or Monday afternoon for you guys over there in the UK. Uh, we got some great wrestling, great sit-down interviews uh, within the walls of the Pro Wrestling Magic Kingdom. And I believe if this comes out the week of Christmas, on the 28th of December, we will be doing our biggest show of the year. It is our WrestleMania. It is called Kingdom Come. And you can go back and watch all the Monday Morning Magic episodes leading up to that great show. And hopefully we'll have the Patreon set up by then so I can give you guys that when it comes out. Pro Wrestling Magic on YouTube awesome. and Facebook. Awesome. We'll go check that out. I don't know how many more podcasts we'll have coming out this year when this goes out, but for, to everyone listening, thank you guys. Uh, it's been a really good kind of first few months of Rogue Opinion. So cheers for that. We look forward to doing even more absolute horseshit in 2020. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> otherwise, guys, enjoy, enjoy your holidays and speak to you again soon. Bye now. Bye. Frosty the snowman. Jolly happy soul with a corn cup.